You're listening to Shake Well, Don't Settle, a health and wellness podcast hosted by Marianne Raywald and Kenzie Dockel. A podcast created through inspiration from Kaleidoscope, a high vibe collection of juice bars located throughout the Valley of Arizona. Tune in every Thursday for energetic content surrounding health, fitness, healing, spirituality, self-growth, and wellness. Featuring fellow healers, health gurus, entrepreneurs, and local business owners. With a purpose to inspire you to grow through health and healing. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Shake Wall Don't Settle. I'm Kenzie Dockle, and I have my co-host, Marianne Raywald. Today, we have Shandy Chernow, fellow Valley girl, food allergy expert, CEO, and founder of Sir to Star. Do you want to just go and thank you for being here? Sorry, I'm like oh. already hopping into I questions. Know. I have them all written <laughs> down. I'm ready to go. Thank you for having me. It's an We're honor so to be here. I'm super you. excited to be here. So we could just kind of want to give guests a little bit of insight on what Sir to Star is before we kind mm-hmm. of go into food allergies and everything like that. Sure. So probably the easiest place to start is why I started it. Yes, please. So I have food allergies and and I had to develop them as an adult. A lot of people think my kids have food allergies. Nope. They're totally non-food allergic. They can eat anything. It's me. How lucky. Uh, And I was selling software. And when you're in sales, one of the things that you can't control is where you go out to eat with your clients. And so basically I got tired of trying not to die and playing Russian roulette with my life every day. <laughs> I quit my job and started the company. Amazing. So you yeah. had some pretty serious food allergies, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, well, all food allergies are, are serious. serious. Right. Yeah. But life-threatening. Yeah. You yeah. think about them like a light switch, right? Okay. So either you have food allergies or you don't. Okay. And then any given reaction can be wildly severe or super mild. Right. And you can have different reactions every single time you have that particular food. Okay. Uh, which is kind of crazy. I think I was mixing it up. I was thinking more of the difference between like allergies and intolerances, mm-hmm. and kind of different like What's the levels? difference between those? Yeah. yeah. Levels of so allergies are potentially life-threatening. So okay. some kind of anaphylactic reaction, okay. um, which basically means either two systems. So you have a runny nose and trouble breathing. Okay. Or you have hives and you feel nauseous. Two systems or one system that is one of the life-threatening ones. So your throat is closing or your cardiac system's going crazy, or you go into shock, um, or something like that. Okay. So anaphylaxis. And then an intolerance is that it makes you ill mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form, but isn't life-threatening. Like okay, okay, gotcha. Got so it. from a Star perspective, we don't care. Right. right. Yeah, we don't want to make anybody feel ill. It's all so under that same blanket. All, okay, that, that makes sense. That's exactly right. So Got what it. we do, which I didn't really answer, uh, is that we work with food service. So if you think about the number of times in a day you can accomplish getting food or drink, it's a lot. So any kind of food service... Uh, and we provide individualized menus based on whatever the allergies the person has. So you see a lot of stuff around top eight, like matrices, matrices, uh, around the top eight allergens. But what if you have an allergy that's outside the top eight? What if you're allergic yeah. to garlic yeah. or onions or, in that's my case, pork? One, that's that's true. Right. Okay. That's right. So you, you have a food allergy to pork? Yep. that's a tough one she was just telling me a story earlier about going to a restaurant and asking about pork and you know you think pork but not all servers think okay bacon is pork there's a lot of different names for pork she goes oh we don't have any pork here it was a burger place and like every other thing that burger has bacon (laughs) on it so (laughs) please explain I'm like no it's Canadian bacon how did you right how did you get into becoming like a food allergy expert like did you know you wanted to do that like as soon as you got your reaction like what was that reaction like for you no so the very first reaction that I ever had I woke up in the morning and my lower lip like was totally puffed out like, 
It was insane. I looked like oh, I had been punched in the mouth by, like, Mike Tyson. Um, I took a picture of it. I had no idea what was happening. I took a picture of it. I texted it to my dad. And fortunately, that we're in, like, pre-cloud land at this point. Right. You know, I'm dating myself, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I sent it to my dad, and he's a doctor. And so he called me immediately and said, okay, number one, delete the picture. <laughs> Don't ever show that to anybody Don't ever that again. Get out no, anywhere. That can't go anywhere. And oh my gosh. Number two, you need to go uh, figure out what you're allergic to because that's a food allergic yeah, reaction. Gotcha. That's crazy. So yeah. was that like the only reaction you've had, or no? I've had no? a crazy right. range of things. Oh uh, my gosh. But yeah, my my most um, common reaction of late is that I go into shock, which basically means that my blood pressure drops. And I'm not a doctor, so any doctors out there, forgive me for using yeah. all the wrong words. <laughs> my blood pressure drops and um, the way that I describe it is it's almost like I'm drunk. I go from I haven't had any drinks to like somebody gave me 12 shots of whiskey. Oh my like gosh. That, that must so be terrifying. You kind of lose, your brain's fine, yeah. but you kind of lose the ability to speak and use your arms. Like I couldn't inject myself. I couldn't go over there and get my EpiPen and, and do it myself. Oh my gosh. Um, which is, yeah, it's very That's scary. scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then other people are like, what's going on with her? Her right. Her, her <laughs> like, like, guys, like, help me. Yeah. Like, no, she's like, right arm. No, this is important because I think it's like important to address these symptoms so it people can, look can a lot know. Of different ways. Yeah. So people know what to look for. Because when I think yeah. of food allergy, I think of what you said. So yep. it's throat closing up mm-hmm. and they can't breathe. I'm like, oh, they're having a large reaction. But no, that, it can really be anything. Yeah. The way that it's been best described to me that I've used a couple of times is that food allergies are your immune system having a glitch. Okay. Basically, it sees the food as an invader, and it needs to go attack the invader, and the result of that is whatever symptom you're going to have. Okay. But no past reaction is indicative of a future reaction. So last time you ate, I'm going to assign you an allergy, uh, last time you ate ginger, okay. um, you know, your stomach got a little bit upset. No big deal. Okay, right? Yeah. But then next time you might go into shock. And then the next time, maybe oh you only have high. I say only, but it's still serious. Right. You know, maybe you have hives and a runny nose. Okay. Something like that, right? There's not a way yeah. to be able to say. So there's not like a like linking a certain allergy to a certain body mm-hmm. response. That's crazy because I, I am pretty sure I found out last year I had my first reaction to shellfish. I ate mm-hmm. fish talk or like shrimp tacos. Shellfish. Yep. yep. And I was like, my dad was like babe, you're breaking out in hives. Like, it's, like, you're, like, bad. And I was, like, sweating, and I felt really bad. And I was, like, okay, that's good. Maybe just ate something that was bad. Mm-hmm. Next time I had it, I just felt sick, but no hives. And I was just nauseous, and I was, like, there's no way, because I didn't have hives this time. Okay. That just proved right. my point. I'm definitely allergic well, to shellfish. You should have right. an EpiPen and always carry two. See? All right. I got to go to the doctor oh, and get myself like, And they bed. make very cute little medical bracelets. Oh, my gosh, they do. Oh. Oh, that's so Super cute. cute. Okay. That. This Do is from a company who I have no association with whatsoever called Lauren's Hope. Okay. Uh, and they make all sorts of really pretty. See? It has oh like this gosh, little like love so sign thingamajig. I love that. Or love and that, is that sign. just an indication that you carry mm-hmm. an EpiPen? Yeah. So it just says food allergies and asthma on there. Okay. Uh, that way when the paramedics show up, should that be necessary, they know what to treat me for. Wow. Because it doesn't look like this, yeah. right? Yeah. So they may try to treat me for something else. You know, I don't want them thinking that... I had an overdose yeah. or that, you know, I'm right. having a heart attack or something Absolutely. like that. So they're all trained to always look for a medical bracelet, anklet, or, or necklace. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, before yeah, they treat nice any patient that they're called out to. Gotcha. Okay. Well, have you so ever much. had an experience like that where you had to have an ambulance come? Uh, I have used my EpiPen, uh, but I have never had the ambulance come, which is a mistake. <laughs> 
If you're mm-hmm. giving somebody epinephrine, call 911. Yeah, make <laughs> right, really clear absolutely. it. If you're basically shooting right. adrenaline into them, you need to take them to the hospital. Absolutely. I mean, I guess everyone should probably learn how to shoot epinephrine for somebody mm-hmm. then who needs it, right? I carry trainers in my purse all the time. Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I have this conversation pretty frequently. Do you, so. I don't doubt that <laughs> I bet, at all. I bet. And a lot of people are like, I've never seen one before. You yeah. Know, and they're curious. I really so don't. How, like, how do either. they work? Yeah, like, they. Um, so there's a little safety thingy on the top. Okay. And you just pull that off. And then you stab it into outer thigh, and it takes quite a bit of force. You hear this big click. Um, there's no, you don't yeah. see the needle, yeah. right? But sure. it just goes in there. So you stab it outer thigh through clothes. Okay. So there's no need to, rem- you know, whatever layers of clothes you have on, and then you just wait a couple of seconds and then rub. Okay. And then you call 911. And then you call okay. 911. Gotcha. Perfect. And does that They're super simple, and they actually have the instructions written right on, on there. There's okay. another brand. So EpiPen's the one everybody knows. There's another brand called AviQ. And it's this little square, kind of like mm-hmm. that big, um, almost like a little miniature cell phone, like if you go back to the old flip phones, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and it talks to you. So like when you pull the case off, it says, yeah. you know, this is an epinephrine auto injector and when you're ready oh to my use, so you pull this off. I love that. So it helps people through that process. Right. And at the end it says, call, call emergency services. That's so, And so the, the epinephrine, does that, is it like widely used across all allergies or is, do you have a specific one for your allergy? No, no, no. Anaphylaxis, epinephrine. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Easy. So, yeah. Not a doctor. Not a doctor. Have you been, have you got a food allergy test you know is there a oh, test? allergy testing this yeah, is we're yeah. about allergy testing like, for sure <laughs> well you hear a lot on the internet you're like oh click here and buy this overnight mm-hmm. food allergy test or you just send in a sample there's a million of them but it's like how do you know a million of them well, yeah it's like yeah. how do you know which ones work like which one should people be getting sure so this is a great topic uh and it can be one that's really really confusing the gold standard of food allergy testing is what they call an oral food challenge that basically means eat the food and see what happens. Only do it under a doctor's right. care. Like, don't do this at home. Don't try this at <laughs> home, kids. Works. If you think you're allergic to something, that's the best way to find out is to go to your doctor, eat the food. They will watch you and see what happens. Okay. Um, there are other types of allergy tests that are largely effective for environmental allergies. There's both blood and skin tests. Um Skin tests and blood tests are both testing for histamine-based reactions, Yeah. right? So they have 60% false positives okay. and mm-hmm. an unknown number of false negatives, right? Hard to mm-hmm. kind of quantify yeah. that. Right, sure. Right. So my highest test is lemons. Interesting. I, I'm not allergic to lemons. Yeah. Like, I'm, does this have lemon in it? Like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I am not allergic to lemons. <laughs> okay. I was right? like, I, I, I was I like thinking not, that. I shouldn't take so a bath in it, but I can eat yeah. a lemon, you know, yeah, all day long. Just, you're right. Not a big deal. And I test positive to, I, I should, I, we should keep that picture, um, you know, out. But I have a picture of my last skin test, which my doctors have sworn never to do to me again. Literally mm-hmm. my entire back is reacting to things. What? Um, but I'm only allergic to the four that I avoid, right? right. The ones that I've actually had food allergic reactions That's too. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. so then why do all of these things show up? Because I've had customers mm-hmm. come in um, who've been like, I had my food allergy test, it shows me this list of like 35 different things they can't have. Right. You know, what can I eat? And I'm like, oh, So allergy tests, to all of that? they're testing for histamine. Yeah. Right, which is not what causes an anaphylactic reaction. Okay. So, you know, again, if, you know, you brush up against the wrong tree, you might break out in hives. Mm-hmm. Could you eat the tree? Maybe, right? Yeah. It's just a different okay. uh, reaction that your body has. Gotcha. Uh, there's a lot of allergists that are very focused on environmental allergies. 
and it's a safe place being a little careful here it's a safe place for them to go to say well you better be safe and avoid those things okay but if you've been eating all those foods all your life and then all of a sudden you show up allergic to 30 things chances are you're not allergic to 30 things right right it's a good starting place okay so if you eat a salad and it has 50 ingredients in it and you have a reaction an allergy test would be a great place to start to figure out okay. what the thing was in that salad that gave you the reaction. Gotcha. Right. Okay. But I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, obviously work with your doctor, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily automatically avoid all the things that you test positive to because okay. that's a big quality of mm-hmm. life issue. Absolutely. Right? You might try eliminating a couple at a time or eliminating all of them and then adding them back in or something right. like that and seeing which one causes you to feel badly or which set of them. It can be more than one thing. Right. Um, but trying to avoid that breadth of food really causes a, a quality of life problem, especially for kids, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It puts a lot of anxiety on the kids, too. So, Well, that's something that I've you know, noticed is just, in general, there's a lot of anxiety surrounding food allergy, mm-hmm. and like, which is why Surgery Star is such a great option for people is because going to restaurants, having, you know, mm-hmm. going to social events, it's difficult to have it to is. sit down and go through the menu and... You know, I'm the type of person who will look at the menu before I go anywhere I go just to see what mm-hmm. I can and can't eat, and I know what I'm ordering before I get mm-hmm. to the restaurant. Yeah. Because the problem I get, with a lot of menus stressful. is that it doesn't actually tell you all the ingredients, especially yeah. when they list them all out, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's probably not all of them. Sure. It's True. probably, like, a, most of them, or it's like, the big yeah. ones, but you don't know what was in that marinade or what's on the spice rub or, sure. you know, whatever. There's a lot of things that go into a dish, especially from a cross-contamination perspective, that aren't going to be listed on that menu. Absolutely. Um, and so that, you know, that's a big problem, which is exactly why we exist, right? And we allow restaurants and food service places to embed into their website. Right. Exactly because of that. A lot of food yeah. allergic people, there's 30 million people in the U.S. who are food allergic. Wow. That's about insane. That. And they oftentimes will go to a restaurant's website first to see mm-hmm. what it is that they can the eat. Sure. So, and they're only getting partial information. Right. So how does CertiStar work? So say like a family's eating out and mm-hmm. a child has a food allergy, so then does the server go input the food allergy into the software and then yeah. it pulls up like what yeah, menu items back, are safe or yeah, yeah, we get back green, yellow, red. So okay. green is allergen friendly. The lawyers won't let us use the four letter word. You know, mm-hmm. and then uh, yellow is allergen friendly with modifications. So gotcha. you can have the like take off the burrito, yeah. but don't put the salsa, right? Something like that. And then red is unsafe. Gotcha. So like it just individualizes it. Stop late. That's style. so nice. Yeah, oh, and logistically, gosh. it can fit into a restaurant a bunch of different ways. Right. We don't care. Parents okay. must love that. I feel like it must be terrifying to have you know a child with a severe food allergy. Oh my gosh, eating out must be a nightmare. Yeah, eating out is, is a challenge, as you well absolutely, know. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of misinformation, uh, just lack of education. Right. Um, and they, you know, those guys in the restaurants are very, very busy. They're overworked. They mm-hmm. have a lot going on. There's yeah. a lot of people depending on them in that moment. And then you are going to ask them a question. Hey, think about all the things that are in mm-hmm. all your dishes. And now tell me which ones don't have the list of following things. Yeah. And right. haven't touched anything that might have yeah. one of those things go uh <laughs> right. you know it's a, it's a big question yeah, <laughs> yeah and the, the chances of getting a truly accurate and complete it's answer there exactly sure. very right. small so what are the common like most common food allergies yeah so the top eight and it's not the top eight number of people it's top eight number of reactions got it um so peanuts tree nuts shellfish fish uh, milk egg soy and wheat 
Awesome. And then do you see... Which I still have to count out on my fingers. So is there like a correlation between all of those? That is there something like an enzyme or protein that makes people allergic to those? Or That's a great question. I've never been asked that before. But um, the top set of allergies in every region of the world are actually mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. and they're correlated to the foods that people eat the most frequently okay most common allergen in asia rice most common allergens yeah. in europe include mustard and celery so, so i know to answer your question not to my knowledge there's okay. nothing in common in that top eight mm-hmm. it's right. more to do with you know how much we're consuming those things and potentially uh you know what are we doing to them in their production Right, There's right, a lot right. of theories around GMOs and pesticides and stuff like that. Right. I know that you said you developed your food allergy like mm-hmm. throughout adulthood. Is that common? How 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 do you develop a food allergy? And you too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. Uh, so 15% of food allergic people are developing them in adulthood. Okay. So it's a pretty high Amazing. correlation. Uh, and then people who would develop them in adulthood are less likely to outgrow them later than like a kid. Right. right? Okay. Adults don't generally. So children know, do outgrow sometimes things. like outgrow mm-hmm. their allergies. Yep. And my older son had an egg, pork, and mango of all things allergy when he was like 18 months old or two years old, mm-hmm. and then yeah. by the time he was four, um, he had outgrown them. Interesting. And I don't even know. So how how do they develop? Do you, your immune system is your immune system gotcha. right glitches can you so if you over consume a food can you develop an allergy from that i have heard that as yeah, a theory I've from pe- some medical people right but I, you know i don't know that there's like really a study that proves or disproves that <laughs> right i know i've had a couple of people like oh yeah i ate too much avocado and now i'm allergic to mm-hmm. it and they can't eat it anymore so like well we, we were, were talking from about the weightlifters sometimes too right like chicken and potatoes for how many right. years mm-hmm. and then we can't eat it anymore mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. Even just working here with almond milk, almonds are in all of our cookies, mm-hmm. all of our baked goods. I consume almonds on the daily, and I've noticed over time, like, maybe I'm crazy, but I notice when I eat almonds, I like, do see myself, like, I break out, or I, like, yeah. feel, like, sick, or I definitely You're notice probably that. Probably on that boat together. Yeah. No, I think... We've talked <laughs> about yeah, this. We've I talked think about this almonds a lot. used to be our favorite. No, I'm like, I don't think I can have almonds anymore. I know, I think we overdid it. Just okay. a little Time bit. for cashews. Right? Oh my gosh. Now cashews are my new thing. I've yeah. been buying coconut butter <laughs> spider bulk, thing. right? <laughs> We've moved on to better nuts. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's okay. Cashews, no, you can just stick in the Vitamix and put it on and it turns just into cashew turns butter. Into like, you don't oh, need anything cashew else. butter. Oh my gosh. I'm going to do that when I get home. Mm-hmm. Cashews no. is a new thing. There's cashews so many pistachios. alternatives these days. Like, so many alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. there's one called Wow Butter. Again, I have no affiliation with them, but right. they approached me at um, National Restaurant Association show because I have a peanut allergy. And they were like, try this. And I opened it, and I was like, no. Peanuts. This is peanuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they were Can't like, no, me. it's not. But Really? It, it fools people who can eat peanuts. Oh, yeah. And, like, it tastes. I've actually tried it before. It's good. It tastes like and smells so much like yeah. peanut butter. Does it really? Yeah. It's You said it's called Wow Butter? Wow Butter. And it comes with these little stickers on the outside. Yeah. Um, so that you can put them on your kids' sandwiches in peanut-free schools so that the teachers mm-hmm. know that there's no peanuts in yeah. there. That is so crazy. I used to yeah. nanny for a family. There's a, a tip for a family. Like, <laughs> right. A little That's boy's wild. allergic to peanuts, and he had a bunch of the Wow Butter, mm-hmm. and like I'd give it to him all the time. It tastes like peanut butter. It really it's does. Super, really? What, do, what is it so made good. out of? It's, you know, I think it's palm. Palm oil? That's I could be wrong though, but that's I, amazing. I think so. I'm gonna have to look like up. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, you've got these like peanut butter things hanging out over here. You can right. 
all over you the place. You could make me peanut butter things. That's so genius. True. <laughs> we should look into that. True. So speaking of alternatives and stuff like that, what are some good tips for those who have children or family members or friends who have serious food allergies, like creating an environment for them that is allergy-free or comfortable for them at least? Yeah, it's, that's a tough one. So at home, it's the easiest, right? I mean, you know, in my house, I am safe. Nothing mm-hmm. that is in my house has any of the things that I'm allergic to. Um, I think that's probably the easiest. But going to other people's houses, not so fun. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, trying to figure out what's in the things that they're making. Um, I always recommend if you're having somebody over to your house that you ask if they have a food allergy. Right. Mm-hmm. Seriously, nobody ever asks. And so that you will make your friend feel so welcome and so loved just by virtue of saying, hey, you know, is there anything that you're avoiding? Are you allergic to anything? Are the kids allergic to anything? Um, And, you know, most of the time somebody's going to say no. Sure. Mm -hmm. But that way you can make sure that, you know, what it is that you're cooking or making or whatever, you know, serving is free for, you know, of those things. We actually have these T-shirts that have, um, there's 170 different foods that have been known to cause food allergic reactions. So they have the checklist of something close to the 170, and uh, it says focus on what I can eat. I love right? that. Because that's a lot of what happens is, oh, I'm allergic to you know shellfish, pork, peanuts, and tree nuts. Great. That's right. And people go, oh gosh, what are we going to feed you? Yeah. Like, there's a lot. Those things. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of food out. There's a lot of food, <laughs> food out there. Right. Yeah. And right. it's it's easy to focus on what you can't have. It's right. uh, but it's better to focus on what you can. Absolutely. Do you see Certistar going into schools, is, or is it being implemented in schools now? Yeah, we actually have a school's product. Uh, it's being used at Harlem Children's Zone, which is the Promise Academies. It's a charter school in sure. New York, um, and it works just kind of upside down. So if you think about a restaurant or you know other food service, right. you've got a relatively constant menu and a revolving door of customers. You never know what allergies sure, you're going to see that day. A school is upside down from that. You've got a revolving menu and a static set of you know customers mm-hmm. uh, or students. So your allergies are the same all the time. And so the schools basically said, I don't want to type this in every day. Like right, I don't want to put yeah. in the allergies for all these kids. And so we keep whatever the parents request that they avoid. Allergies or not, we don't care, right? You, somebody put in ranch coordinates, like whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we keep, you know, whatever the avoidances are in the software, and then they change the menu, and we give the kitchen a prep list and the um, cafeteria line a delivery list. That's, That's awesome. That's so nice. Yeah, so it just makes everybody's right. day a lot easier. They used to have to do it all manually on sure. paper, right? Absolutely. Every single morning. Okay, yep. well, what are we going to do today? They had 76 allergic yeah. kids. Oh That's gosh. a lot of manual work. Absolutely. <laughs> right. right, this t- definitely took out a lot of the labor. That's so cool. I love that. So parents who do have kids who are going like to school with other children who have allergies, like what are things that they can look out for, like symptoms in their children to notice food allergies? Because obviously, like a six-year-old can't be like, "Hey, mom, I'm breaking out in mm-hmm. hives." Like, what is this? You know, what are things that you can look out for in your children to help? Yeah. So there's a bunch of different systems um, that can react, right? So skin, uh, respiratory, you know, lungs. Uh, then you've got runny noses, runny eyes. Okay. I mentioned skin already, GI stuff, so nausea or you know diarrhea, something like that. Uh, then there's cardiac, so your blood pressure drops or your heart races. Um, there's also a feeling of doom, which is a real thing, like an anxiety really? feeling, okay. like something oh is wrong. They describe it as feeling of doom. Um, so a bunch of different systems, you know, and obviously the whole throat, throat closing or edema where you have the swelling. 
Um, so anything in those general categories can be a sign of an allergic reaction. Okay. Some of those are definitely, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely, 100% <laughs> And some of those, reaction. you know, it's kind of more of a pattern over time. Okay. And anaphylaxis is defined by any two of the minor ones, runny nose and hives, mm. and any one of the major ones. Okay. Shock. So what right. is an what is an anaphylaxis like? What what is that technically? Well, so it's the it's the reaction that your immune system is having okay, to the gotcha. invader that is the food that is stopped by the epinephrine. Okay, which gotcha. I point at like they can see. I know like it is right there. It is looking. It is always there. I have this little tiny pouch in my purse, and I keep my car key in the pouch with my epipens, and that way I oh, never that's so smart. leave home. That's that. so right. smart. Yeah, that is a good There's tip a tip right there. There you go. That is a good tip. Bring your keys with your epinephrine. Yep, that way you right. never feel forget like that. I have one, one without it. Now. Right? I feel like I need to get one. So where well, would I'm you go to get your allergies, like food allergy tested? There's like a certain doctor you would like to Allergist see? and immunologist. Allergist yeah. and immunologist. Okay. But, uh, you know, a good food allergy doctor, and you'll want to ask that question. Do they specialize in food allergies? Okay. Okay. Um, because you don't want to end up with a list of 35 things or whatever sure, that exactly. you're supposed to be avoiding, right? Uh, but if you feel like you've had a food allergic reaction... Most doctors will give you an EpiPen. Better safe than sorry. Right. The American uh, Academy of Allergists and Immunologists, AAAI, I think, uh, will say that, you know, it's better to overly cautiously inject someone okay. rather than, than the other overly office. cautiously not. Not, exactly. Right, absolutely. Right. If you think it might be EpiPen time, it's yeah, EpiPen it's time. Yeah, it's like now's the time. Can right. the EpiPen, like hurt somebody like does it have any negative effects if it's not an allergic reaction you always want to call 911 again you're injecting adrenaline but mm-hmm. it's much safer to inject it okay when you didn't need it than okay. it is not to inject it when you did the number one indication of you know quality of life or life after anaphylaxis if you will is the amount of time from the start of the reaction to the time that the first injection was given okay gotcha that makes sense okay so, so if anybody's thinking Golly gee willikers, should we be injecting an EpiPen right now? You probably, probably should. should. Probably <laughs> yeah. Better safe than sorry. That's why we practice using them, right? Because that Absolutely. way people are less afraid to actually pull that trigger. Oh yeah. Is that something that's taught in like CPR classes and stuff like that? It's not. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm I, I really seriously shocked like, that it's not. Yeah, like for, you know, it's young like adults who go through those taught. classes to want to like nanny or babysit, mm-hmm. they're not taught that. Ooh, that should be a good one. Like, from those babysitter apps and stuff, you should, like, have to know how to use an EpiPen. Yeah, they're really... True regulation. They're, they're very simple to use and yeah. uh, intentionally right. that way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Okay, so I had a little sidetracked question. Sure. So, I mean, it's, I feel like this is kind of controversial. Like, a lot of people are talking about, like, dairy allergies. Okay. I hear I hear it a lot, <laughs> a lot of times. Like, most people are saying, like, oh, we're not meant to eat dairy. Like, everyone's allergic to it. Is that true? I know it's kind of, like, a broad question. But, it is. Like, no, yeah, I, I was, like, really, mean, yeah, right? you know what I mean? What, a lot I mean, of people if you are go fighting and arguing. Like, technical everyone's... and scientific, we're the right. only species on the planet that's willing to drink the breast milk of another species. Yeah. yeah. Right? Which is kind of an uncomfortable sentence to say out loud, and yet true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is everyone allergic to it? No. No. Right? Because plenty mm-hmm. of people have it without having it, allergic reactions. Right. However, it is the single most common uh, allergen in the U.S. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that's kind of where I was getting at. Yeah. A lot of people would say that it's peanuts or tree nuts or shellfish, but right. dairy is the most common. 
That's very interesting that they have nut free schools then and but like still not gallons of milk. Like uh, yeah, like promoting it like they got milk. People ask me that question a lot, so I'll inject that question to myself. Sure. How do you feel about nut free schools? Um, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I'm all for protecting everyone in Mm -hmm. every conceivable way. However, like the allergen matrix that shows only the top eight or like the gluten-free menu at restaurants, I feel like it provides a false sense of security. Okay. We are doing everything we can for food allergies. Yeah. Mm. Sure. For the kids who are allergic to nuts. Right. Sure. But what about yeah, like, everybody else? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. With and all so, of the allergies. you know, the only way to have allergy-free food is to have it be balloons and, you know, fake tattoos and stickers. Mm. It's, yeah. There is no allergy-free food. Right. Sure. So short of making schools food free, yeah, there's not really, <laughs> that wouldn't really work. No one is not really. No one more allergies. No less for you. But you know, I'd much rather see schools take educating the kids seriously about like when your yeah. friend has an allergy, what do you do? What do you not do? Mm-hmm. Is it serious? Is it life threatening? Is it you know something that has to be taken with a level of gravitas that you sure. know we don't right. really see right now? I'd much prefer that. Absolutely. Um, to you know, here's the peanut table or, you know, the school is not free. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. because things about allergies and developing allergies, it's not really, or at least not that I can recall, taught in nutrition classes Mm-mm. or diet classes oh, in school no, not at all. At all. Mm-hmm. It's not talked about. It's yeah. just a very broad sense of what nutrition is. Yeah, so, I agree with you. Yeah. We do a lot of talking at schools, but usually through, you know, someone who knows one of us in the company or whatever, and they'll say, oh, my kid's doing you know, nutrition and science this year, would you mind coming and talking to the class? Sure. Mm-hmm. Happy to. to. Sure. Right? We talk a lot to culinary schools, um, you know, stuff like that, uh, doing educational work right. that way. That's great. So it's not just Certistar isn't just a software program, but it's also like an outreach program. For, Absolutely. That's amazing. Do you do yeah. most of the speaking? Most of it, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it seems like you know quite a bit about food allergies. I have become kind of a de facto expert in food allergies. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how that happened, but here we are. <laughs> it manifested in itself. Did you yeah. go to, what did you go to school for? Computer science and math. Did you really? Okay. So did you totally build this related to food allergies. software? Did you yeah. help engineer the software That's yourself? Yeah, I, cool. I designed it. I wrote the patent applications. I wrote the algorithms, but wow. I did not do okay. any of the coding. Okay. No coding. Dating myself again. Like, yeah. I don't know any of the languages that are... Sure hip right now or whatever like that's not <laughs> that's not my thing that's incredible I'd still so be writing it, it. From the ground up. that's amazing that's beautiful thank you yeah I'm sorry <laughs> what's so next I'm on like, our I'm list? just like learning so, so much right now I had to like take a moment to just like unwind. I'm beating you over I'm the like, head with food allergy you, you are well, I'm like thinking about all the symptoms I could have ever experienced and now I'm like wait I like what if I don't know like, I, okay, so when I eat shrimp, like, my throat, like, itches and my lips swell a little. That's a bad thing. Don't eat and, shrimp. Well, I always kind of, like, sometimes I just, like, ignore it and I just expect it. But now I have me thinking, like, wait, maybe I need to not do that. Uh-uh. That's Probably what I'm kind of thinking about right now. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like saying, like, you know, every time I jaywalk, I don't get hit by a car. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no, I feel so bad now. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> I don't know. It was just always the same like reaction, and I didn't realize you could have other reactions, right. like more like yeah. serious ones. And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. I need to. The first stop reaction doing that. I ever had to shrimp was that I really wanted to go to sleep. Really. Mm-hmm. And that was the the first of the like kind of drunk. Yeah. If that makes right. sense. Sure. Like all I could think about was going to sleep. I had to go to bed. Like. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Never occurred to me that it was a food allergic reaction. Okay, guys. So if. 
you eat something, your lips don't have to swell up. If you have a weird reaction, it's an allergic reaction. <laughs> yeah, just any weird it reaction. Could be, yeah. It could be. It's, it could it's be. It's an allergic reaction. It, absolutely. Right? I mean, sometimes, like, certain foods that give me anxiety. Is that weird to say? No. Like, that's happened. You probably get your... Yeah. There might no, be something to caffeine in there, though. Oh, yeah. It's usually coffee. It's usually coffee. Just kidding. No, it's in other foods. I swear, it's in other things. Do you have, like, a local um, practice that you like that you would send people to to get their allergies tested? Uh, I'm, anybody who focuses in on food allergies. There's not, like, a um, local one that you send people to? Uh, not necessarily. You know, there's um, there's really great allergists at Mayo Clinic and at Phoenix okay. Children's. And, um, you know, there's, uh, I would say, just make sure that they focus on food allergies. Amazing. Okay. And I saw also that Serta Star was in Chompies. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Max and I love Chompies. So I'm definitely <laughs> going to go there and put that to use next time Yeah, for go. sure. So they've got, um, you know, iPads in their stores and every manager has it on their phone. And their menu is, is huge. It's massive. Oh, yeah. It's pages huge. long. Sure. Yeah. They actually, they were our, our very first customer, and they came to us, which was great. Oh, amazing. Um, they're super, you know, innovative and, and into doing things, mm-hmm. you know, more technical, uh, more more technology-related, I guess is the way to say it. Gotcha. Uh, so they've been amazing, you know, to work with. And then um, Oscars Pier 83, which is in Glendale, yeah. just uh, released us, if you will, out into the world, I think, today. Oh, nice. oh that's amazing. Um, and then What's Cracking Cafe out in Mesa. Yeah. Uh, they are awesome. They're a day, day drinking spot, which is pretty cool. That is amazing. Um, and Oscars is a seafood place, right? Okay. They are incredible. Uh, yeah, so lots of places around the valley to be able to enjoy your, your food in an allergy-friendly kind of way with Serta Star. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so the first company I think of who could really, I mean, obviously, Kaleidoscope. <laughs> we were talking about this before. We could so benefit from this. But um, have you ever been to Snooze? Yeah, the breakfast place. So they, I went to Snooze when I was home back in Denver a couple of times. My family loves Snooze. We went like three times. <laughs> but every time I sat down, they were like, does anyone at the table have any allergies? Mm-hmm. They asked Did they right really? Away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's they the first that? question they ask before they take water orders what? or anything is they ask about allergies on the table. That's yeah, so, oh there's there's quite a few restaurants that do that. And I'm always glad to, to see when people are proactively caring. Sure. I have found has nothing to do with snooze snooze you guys are great um, <laughs> but i have found that there's definitely a disconnect between front of house and back of house like front of 100%. house can make you feel super safe yep right and back of house is what actually makes you be really safe absolutely and you could have a terrible front of house experience that you feel like oh my gosh like these guys are gonna kill me but the back of house is super tight and knows you know all the right. things and keeps sure. you super safe or vice versa and they're not necessarily related to each other. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'd prefer, you know, front of house makes me not feel safe and back of house keeps me safe. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Than the other way around. But, um, you know, it's not always the same thing. How does Serta Star bridge that gap between the difference between front of house and back of house? Yeah, it's a great question. So we take the facts of what's happening in back of house and we hand it to front of house in a data-based, fact-based way, Okay. right? So that instead of having the server go and pull chef out of the kitchen and ask all these questions so that you can get those fact-based answers, we're giving them to them having already pulled it out of chef's brain. Gotcha. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so that way, you know, assuming that, you know, um, they know their recipes and how they cook things, which... Sure. 
we have to assume, yeah. uh, then we eliminate that disruption and save the restaurant a lot of time, save the guest a lot of time. Definitely. And that conversation is pretty stigmatized, right? Yeah. You're like, gosh, I have to be that food allergy guy, right? Yeah. I can't oh tell gosh, you how many trust times. Me, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I know. The, here's my medical bracelet. <laughs> I have my bracelet on. I have a <laughs> Just like, to kind of underscore the seriousness sure. of right. it. Absolutely. Really yeah. is. That reminds me of that one time in Thailand where the chef came out. And, like, asked me at the table. He's like, I'm here to talk about your food allergy. Well, we sat down. And you're, like, with a group of friends. Yeah, you're like, was, oh, my God, I don't want to talk about this right we now. We were at, like, like we, we let ourselves have, like, a really nice dinner. And we went to, we backpacked Thailand. We went to Bangkok first. And we were like, okay, there's, like, this beautiful sky bar, 64th floor up, like, <laughs> beautiful views. And we're sitting there. And he's like, you know, are you allergic to anything? And MJ's like, I'm allergic <laughs> to, like, dairy. dairy. And, I mean, like, three floors down is, like, where the kitchen was. And the chef came all the way upstairs and, like, sat at our table and was like, Aww. I need to talk about your allergies. And I was like, oh, my God. I was mortified. Like, getting cold I was downstairs. like, shouldn't you be in the kitchen? <laughs> and, like, who's cooking right now? Like, why are yeah. you out here? I mean, I felt really well taken care of, but also slightly mortified because Ken's and I are, like, those people. Like, if somebody makes our order wrong, like, we, we're not going to say anything. We kind of yeah. just, like take it you know what i mean I but like, then i was like mortified i was like kenzie make him go away please it's stressful there's a lot stressful of stress around it, it. well we and it's stressful for that chef too because you right know, they, you they're thinking wanna. about the 50 mm-hmm. tickets that are waiting oh, for them yeah. in the kitchen mm-hmm. i had a chef uh, at a nameless restaurant at seven o'clock on a saturday night so it's super busy right it's a place i've eaten at before Mm-hmm. And I kind of know what I can have, but, you know, I hadn't really ever done the happy hour menu. So I just said to the server, you know, what do you think I can have here? And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, let me go get chef. And I was like, oh, dear. Oh, no. Right? Same reaction. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> and again, I have a pork allergy. And the chef comes out, and we're looking at the happy hour menu. And he goes, oh, well, you can have the charcuterie board. And I'm looking at mm-hmm. him, and I'm like. You mean the one that has pork, pork and <laughs> more, more pork, pork with a little right. side of cheese? <laughs> and so I kind of looked at him a little side-eyed, right? And he looked back at me and he was like, it's beef. It's not beef, is it? Mm. No, it's no. not. But my point is that in that moment, yeah. right, in that busy service, he's not thinking 100% of his brain. Had I, you know, had we been sitting out at coffee on a Sunday morning and he had Probably nothing else, right. he would have known course. exactly, right? Yeah. But in that moment where he's waiting, he's got, you know, all his sous chefs and his line cooks and, you know, everybody's depending on him and now I've gone and screwed up his entire timing and there's a bunch yeah. of tickets mm-hmm. waiting and he didn't want to have to come out and I mean I'm sure he was happy to but it's yeah. not what it is that sure. he signed up for and it's a set of allergies he hadn't heard before right right and it's too much to ask a brain for yeah which is what yeah. service yeah right absolutely like, right? but I mean there's so many examples of that I was telling you earlier you know the there was a manager at a restaurant this past weekend who was like oh you can have the scallops that's not shellfish and I was like what mm-hmm. <laughs> dude so this yeah. is my bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the scallops. <laughs> my EpiPen's over there because yeah. I'm sure they're delicious. No, I'm not eating that. <laughs> oh, my god! But no, I mean, there's just a lot of... It happens all the time. Yeah, it that's really right. Does. Yeah. And it's so we just stress. take it and make it very fact-based. And, and you mm-hmm. saw it goes really fast. And so, you know, it takes all that time out. And nobody comes and sits at your table <laughs> and makes you feel like, oh, my God, why I am I the special like, one right now? I was so mortified. What does that process look like for Sir to Star going into the business and do you like break down every single recipe and go through every single mm-hmm. ingredient? Is that a long process? Not, it depends on how the, the customer has all their recipes. Like if it's in someone's head and that's the only place it exists, it can take a little sure. bit because mm-hmm. we have to extract that. Yeah. 
Um, but usually the question that we ask is, how would you train a new chef? Okay. Right? What information would you give them? Where is that written down? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's on a bunch of sticky notes on a whiteboard in the right. kitchen. That's cool, right? Mm-hmm. We can come and take a picture of your sticky notes. Yeah. And we can take care of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gotten every format and a bag of chips yeah. uh, of recipes, of ingredients, of everything. But because it's food allergies, it's important that our details are spot on. Like, we need to know everything that's in it. And it's all very secure. We would never share anybody's recipes with somebody else or, you know, what ingredients they're using. Or anything like that. Definitely. Um, and the guest never sees any of those things. They'll okay. see, you know, oh, this contains tomatoes, but they don't sure. know, you know, the whole, what it was. Right. right? Absolutely. Um, and so, no, I mean, it doesn't take particularly long. Uh, Oscars is a great example of this. They became a customer, you know, I think, what, nine days ago or something like that, and they're alive today. Wow, that's amazing. That's so fast. Yeah. I expected so, it to be like... And that's not us, you know, full-time yeah, for nine days, sure. right? It's just kind of the back-and-forth process a little bit. He gave us a first set of recipes. We had some questions. He came back and gave us the answers, you know, and then he went through and approved everything just to make sure we hadn't screwed that's it amazing. up. amazing. Um, right. And Something then there it is. Chompy's, like, small children's chapter book of a menu. Chompy's <laughs> took a little bit longer <laughs> with the chapter book. That's what true. I, <laughs> what I'd like to see is, like, every restaurant have this software so that, like, you know, all employees and business mm-hmm. owners know, like, they, everyone knows how to use it. Yeah, that's like, right. how, like, nice is it if you work at one restaurant, you know, and then you move to another one, you already know how to work third star. So yeah, it's, it's like, just it just becomes, like, standard. Worldwide. Ubiquitous right. is my favorite word there. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that's what it is for her. I like it. So... Um, for Sir to start, is it something, so if a customer wanted to go to a restaurant, is it something that they can see prior to going to the restaurant, or do they have to be sitting at the restaurant to get that information? If the restaurant decides to, they can embed it into their website, or into an app, or something like that, Uh, and that's included, you know, with the software, so. Oh, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's so nice. Because most food allergy people do check websites before they go, right? Yeah. So we want to make that as accessible as possible. Absolutely. It's genius. Or if you just like like food. It's literally so (laughs) genius. Right? Thank you. (laughs) If you're a food person who likes to eat, yeah. (laughs) So to to find Certistar, what's your website? So Certistar.com, so C-E-R-T-I-S-T-A-R, and then at Certistar on every social media. Although, I'll be honest, we're not particularly good at Twitter. Not good at Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> we started making our Twitter too, and I was like, like oh, I, I, need, I need lessons in it's Twitter, right? Twitter. I don't understand the it's Twitter. It's so hard to become popular in Twitter. It's like, I don't have anything funny to say for you guys. <laughs> Sorry, Twitter. Sorry, Twitter's Twitter. not working. But Instagram, and is that mm-hmm. where they can find you as well to do any of the speaking? Yep, I'm on there. Uh, so my handle on Instagram is at Shandy Amber. Um, and then again, on all the social media platforms, you know, Shandy Chernow. Okay, beautiful. Which is super fun to spell. Charnel, right? Charnel, like churn the butter. Is that what you said? (laughs) Now we'll always remember it. So, do you have any like last tips or tricks? You know, you want to give people who may have a child with food allergy, or a friend with a food allergy, or for themselves. You know, have empathy. Um, That's in in our training courses. It's my Mm -hmm. number one thing. I tell people, you know, I'm going to spout a bunch of statistics at you. I don't care if you remember. I'm going to tear up. I don't care if you remember the top eight. I don't care if you remember the 30 million or the 170. Like, there's lots of numbers I'm going to throw out. Yeah. Be kinder next time. You're talking to somebody (laughs) with a food allergy. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, make your point. That's it. Just be nice, you know. Beautiful. It's not a choice. So, uh, it's it's hard enough when your friends go, really, pork? Like, that sucks. Right. Yeah. It's like I didn't want I get to ask that. for this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want bacon, dude. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just making this up. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so be yeah. nice to me. That'd yeah. be my tip. 
Okay, I beautiful. That is the perfect tip to end. The I know. Show with. We're moving the shame around food yeah. allergies. Hundred percent. That's what we're doing. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here today. No, it was so thank nice you. To talk to you, and I feel like I learned so much oh, in a absolutely. short amount of time that we had together. Oh, I'm so glad. No, it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Hi everyone. Thank you for listening today. We just wanted to take a second and thank all of you for taking the time to listen to our podcast and support us as we grow. If you love this podcast, it would help us out a lot if you could tell a friend or leave a review in the section below. We really appreciate all of your support and value your feedback so much. So don't forget to subscribe, share, and spread all the love.